When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to Inside Mizzou Athletics, presented by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Kelly. Hi, Mike Kelly. Welcome into this week's edition of the Inside Mizzou Athletics podcast, brought to you by our friends at Shelter Insurance. Brad Luce from the Tiger Scholarship Fund joins us this week on the program. Hello, sir. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Still sky high after the win last night. Feeling good. Yeah, feeling good about the win over Vanderbilt. Nine wins in conference play, 19 wins on the season. Latest uh, bracketology report that I saw had Missouri as high as a 10 seed, according to Jerry Palm, with the opportunity, obviously, uh, to still move up with a regular season game left against Arkansas and then, of course, the conference tournament. Are you comfortable enough to say that Missouri's back in the NCAA field? Well, the uh, the basketball coach in me is never comfortable, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx ourselves or anything like that. But I do think we're in a pretty good spot right now. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I agree. What did you like that you saw in Nashville in Missouri's win over Vanderbilt that you hadn't seen in the previous three games? Well, I, th- I think at this point, you know what you're going to get from Cassius. You know what you're going to get from Jordan Barnett. Uh, and for the most part, as long as you can keep Jeremiah Tillman on the floor, you know what you're going to get from him. It's, I think it's Jonte Porter is the one that, you know, we're as good as Jonte is right now. When he provides that fourth scoring option for us, uh, you know, we're pretty hard to beat. Um, and obviously, you know, he's a freshman and he's up and down, which most freshmen are. So that's to be expected. But when, when he's good, we're, we're pretty darn good. Yeah, you and I were both in Nashville. And the thing I like, too, is when Vanderbilt wins zone, particularly in the second half, and you put Jonte Porter at the free throw line, Missouri just absolutely shredded the 2-3, didn't they? 
Yeah, he did a really good job, you know, and, and I really felt like the team did a great job preparing for the zone. And, you know, the the unique thing that Vanderbilt did really well was when the ball went to the middle of the floor, they didn't try to keep the ball out of the middle of the floor like some zones. When the, when the ball would go to the middle, then they would match up with everybody on the perimeter. And, and Jonte did a really good job of catching it in the middle and then figuring out, where they weren't quite getting to yet, you know, and, and, uh, you know, old coach used to say in one side out the other. And so the ball would come in from one side to Jonte, he'd face up defense would, you know, adjust accordingly. And then he would did a great job of finding the other guy on the other side or face up and shooting that mid range jump shot. Yeah. The best person that I ever saw play at Missouri against a two, three zone. And you got to go back years ago, back to the eighties. It was a guy named Ricky Frazier who would catch it at the free throw line. And he could either jump up over the top of people and knock down the 15 footer or could slash to the basket. And if he got stopped on his way to the lane, be able to do to uh, distribute the basketball, John Tay Porter in that position, much different because of the size at six eleven. Yeah. And you know, it, it, that's a tough shot. People don't realize you're catching the ball with your back to the basket more times than not and, and having to face up and figure out where the defense is and figure out where they're going. And so it takes a guy with a good feel for the game to play in the middle of the floor and be effective like that. Jonte obviously has that being as skilled as he is and as big as he is. You know, one of the areas that we continue to see him grow, I think, is just his play in the post, particularly down at the block. It's just something he hasn't done a lot in, in, in his life. He's always been kind of a perimeter guy. I, I guess, Brad, the, the question is, is the next step for him the ability to feel what type of defender is on him? And if he has a smaller guy, don't even put the ball on the ground, just face up and hit it off the glass? Sure. I think his back-to-the-basket game is, uh, I wouldn't say it's his weak point, but it's definitely something that he can improve on, and he's aware of that. He works on it every day in practice, and so he's gotten better as the year goes on. Now it's just a matter of taking what he works on in practice and, and transferring it to the game and, and trusting what he, he's been working on. You know, I think that's the hardest thing for post guys is just trusting – you know, the the moves that you've been working on day after day and the repetitions that you've done and, and then putting him into game action. And so he's getting better, um, you know, and it's just something that he's going to continue to work on and get better at as he gets older. Here's the other thing that I liked about the game at Nashville is the job that, particularly in the second half, the job that Jordan Barnett did on the defensive end against Jeff Roberson from Vanderbilt. Yeah, he did. And, and uh, the day before in practice, uh, Coach Martin had challenged uh, Jordan a number of times in practice to play harder, fight through screens, and obviously that's important against Vanderbilt because they, they feel like a pinball out there sometimes the way they run you off so many screens. And, and he did a much better job in the game of fighting through the screens and being consistent, giving giving consistent effort on defense, uh, you know, and it showed in his defensive effort. And then, you know, offensively, you know, obviously, you know, that big run we made, you know, in the in the second half was spurred by the fact we were throwing the ball into the post. They were having to double down and then Tillman was throwing it out or Jonte was throwing it out of the post and finding Jordan Barnett on the opposite wing. And, uh, you know, he had some really, really big time shots in that second half for us. And the other thing, too, Vanderbilt tried to take Cassius Robertson away. And, and, and obviously, I thought that, that he really listened to his coaches between the Kentucky game and the Vanderbilt game and allowed the game to come to him. Don't, don't try yeah. to force things. Don't try to be the leading scorer. Allow what the defense gives you. I thought second half of the Kentucky game, uh, you know, about from about 10 minutes left in the game, that he was really just trying, kind of hunting shots down the stretch. And I know, I know the coaches had a lot of uh, – 
instruction for him in that regard prior to the game against Vanderbilt. But uh, and then the young man came through. I thought he allowed the game to come to himself and then took opportunities when they presented them. Yeah, I mean, he he obviously is is our most best, most consistent player on the floor, night in and night out. So he's obviously going to be key for other defenses. And so he's going to have to get used to that. And, and that's where, you know, where we talk about Jonte being that fourth scorer and Jeremiah being able to stay on the floor. When we've got other options, they're not going to be able to key on him as much. You know, as you know, last night's a great example. They keyed on Cassius. That opened things up for Jordan Barnett, opened things up for Jonte. And now other teams are going to have to react accordingly, and that's going to open things back up for Cassius. Yeah, you, know, no. you, you can only take away so many things. And so you, the more options you have, the more it's going to free up things for, for everybody else. You and I have talked about this before, but is it is amazing to watch Cassius Robertson, who's shooting right now through 17 games in SEC play from beyond the three-point line, 45% from the from beyond three. It, it's amazing the number of shots he makes when his feet aren't set. No, it's a, he's one of the best I've seen in a long, long time at catching that ball with his, his body and his momentum taking him one direction, yet still being able to jump up in the air, get his shoulders square and knock down shots. And, uh, you know, that, that's a, that's a talent. I mean, you just don't see that very often. You see there, there's good shooters that are good with their feet set. Jordan Barnett is a great example. When his feet are set, he is a really, really good shooter. But Cassius is a really good shooter, regardless of whether his feet set or not. And that, that's just something that's really rare in college basketball. You know, you, you see it some in the NBA with guys like, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, but you just don't see that very often in college basketball. And so what we're seeing right now is pretty special. And he, he definitely has earned uh, the ability to do what he's doing because this kid puts in the time day in and day out and works on a shot and, you know, shoots shots at, at game speed and practice every single day. And so the, uh, the hard work that he's put in practice is paying off. You know, the other note, too, from the uh, Vanderbilt game before we close that topic is just Kevin Purrier finishes with eight points. He needed six to bypass 1,000 points for his Missouri career. So he now has become the 46th player in the history of Missouri basketball to score at least 1,000 points. You've known Kevin Purrier for a long, long time. Uh, what is your feeling when you hear that he's gone over 1,000 points for his career? He's Mr. Consistency. I think it's just a, it's a reflection of, you know, the fact that he puts on his hard hat and shows up every day and, you know, you, you know you're going to get quality minutes out of Kevin night in and night out. And that, that's a reflection of him, you know, achieving this, this, uh, this goal. Um, you know, he just, that's just Kevin. That's who he is. He's a hard worker and he's going to show up night in and night out and fight you. And uh, I'm really happy for him, he, you know, to be recognized in this way. That's an that's a unbelievable achievement. So you had a chance to uh... – make the trip to Nashville and you've made other trips this year, Ole Miss in particular, uh, you know, with, with Missouri donors and, and, and people that, 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 that give their hard-earned dollars back to Mizzou athletics. When you take folks on a trip like this, what are some of the things you want them to enjoy or some of the things that you try to provide for them as a member of the Tiger Scholarship Fund? Well, the number one thing we're doing when we take these people on the trips is it's, it's our way of saying thank you uh, for all that they do for Mizzou Athletics. Uh, that's first and foremost. Um, but then the second thing we'd like to do is, is we like to take these donors on, on trips so they can just see and experience other programs within the SEC. And 
you know, it, it gives them a good chance to compare and contrast what we're doing at Mizzou with what other schools are doing in the conference and allow them to see, you know, facilities and where we stack up with other schools. And because we've got a long way to go, we've got great facilities. We're very blessed, especially in basketball. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, you look at football, you look at baseball, you look at softball, uh, you know, we, we still got a ways to go with, with our facilities and what we're doing. And so this just gives them a chance to say, hey, yeah, we're, we got a really good thing going at Mizzou, but there's definitely room for improvement. And it's, it's a little eye-opening at times for people to see uh, what we're up against. How do you build that base, Brad? That uh, Missouri, obviously, from a donor standpoint, is what, about 9,000 donors, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the average in the league is, is closer to twelve. So from a grassroots standpoint, how do you get more people involved? Well, one, obviously winning is a, uh, is a big uh, determining factor on how big your, your donor base is without a doubt. Um, you know, when you look at schools like Alabama or LSU or Georgia that have higher, uh, numbers of donors, um, usually that correlates to football season ticket sales. And, you know, they've got hundred thousand seat stadiums and, they've got uh, huge season ticket sales and, and with those season ticket sales comes uh, the, uh, the donation that goes with each ticket. And so, you know, we, we've got to work on increasing season ticket sales in, in football, obviously basketball is doing really well right now, but you know, you're, you're capped out in basketball. You can only sell so many seats. and We've done that this year. So we've just got to continue to keep, you know, scratching away at that at that football season tickets, and then that will increase our donor base overall, and it will help us overall. And you know, I just think it's a culture thing in the Southeastern Conference more than anything. Also, is you know, people in the Southeastern Conference they live it 365 days a year, and so we, we got to get we still got to get to that point in Missouri to where you know people are talking about Mizzou athletics year round. And uh, you know, we're, we we've got a great donor base. We're very lucky to have what we have, and extremely fortunate because uh, people really do care but we got to get everybody involved and that's that's the next step yeah the other thing too is that people got to realize you can donate for as little as 50 dollars a year and become a member sure. of the tiger scholarship fund and become engaged in in mizzou athletics and and what i always try to tell people is that there's strength in numbers and so just go to mutigers.com and you can find more information on the tiger scholarship fund hey brad one thing i want to talk to you about before we close is the sec tournament next week in st louis uh, i think the whole thing is wide open i think kentucky right now would be my odds on favor just because of the way they're playing but in st louis inside of scott trade i think every game is going to be a battle I think you're right. This is going to be a special weekend. And uh, I think it's really neat for, for our fans to be so close to the tournament and have the opportunity to go to games. And so it's something that's not going to happen very often, just to be honest with everybody. I mean, that, that tournament's fairly yeah. locked in in Nashville, which is a great spot for it. But we've got it in St. Louis for this year. And, and, you know, and I hope people really take advantage of it and get down there and experience SEC basketball because – this is, if it's not the best league in the country, it's definitely in the conversation. And so people have a chance to not only just go down there and watch Mizzou, but to see all these other schools and, and really appreciate how good the basketball is in this league. I don't think the league gets eight in, but I think they do get six to seven teams in the NCAA field. Well, we'll see. And I, you know what? I think uh, there's a lot of basketball left to play before Selection yeah. Sunday. And, you know, we'll see what happens with the tournament and, and how things shake out. But, yeah, I, I think we deserve eight. Personally, I'm biased. But, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Hey, buddy, thank you so much for your time. And uh, before we let you go, how about a quick update on Ryan Luce? Because you've had some news of late, haven't you? We have. So we had scans uh, the week after the Rally for Ryan game. She had scans, and they came back clear. 
So we're uh, extremely blessed. And then uh, uh, this past Tuesday, as a matter of fact, she uh, she had her port taken out, which is a, oh, that's awesome. a huge milestone for, for everybody. You know, anyone that's ever had cancer knows that's a big milestone. And so kind of taking our safety net away, but uh, it's exciting. People want to donate to Rally for Ryan. How do they do so? Well, you you can always go to any uh, uh, central bank of Boone County and uh, and make a donation there. Just tell them you want to donate to the Rally for Ryan Fund, and they'll they'll be they'll gladly take your donation. Uh, or you can go to rallyforryan.org. That's R H Y A N, and then click on the donate button there, and you you can uh, donate through PayPal. So. Uh, couple different options but uh all the money will eventually end up in our hands and and we'll definitely put it towards a good cause hey buddy thank you so much for your time and uh, it was great to see you in nashville look forward to seeing you this weekend against uh, arkansas and then of course the sec tournament in st louis thanks brad all right mike appreciate it that is brad loose from the tiger scholarship fund i'm mike kelly that does it for this week's inside mizzou athletics podcast brought to you by shelter insurance I think you love that car more than you love me. Oh, how can you say that? You hand wash it. You hand wax it. You listen to the same music. Pure coincidence. Mm Mm-hmm. I just hope your insurance company feels the same way about it as you do. They do. I'm one happy camper. Maybe that's the reason so many people come to Shelter for their car insurance. We have great agents who are nuts about cars. We're competitively priced, and our claims people are fast, fair, and friendly. To find an agent near you, go to shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. This has been Inside Mizzou Athletics with Mike Kelly. Brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.